Hey boo! Welcome to the Hustlin' Mom podcast, where we're all about finding ways to make your healthy lifestyle simple and fun. My name's Emily, and I'm a nutritionist obsessed with giving you tips to feel satisfied and fulfilled in your wellness journey. This podcast is all about figuring it out together, laughing along the way, and breaking past our barriers so that we can feel our best and most confident selves. So mama, let's do the dang thing. Hello! Thank you so much for listening today. This is Emily, uh, and I just appreciate you so much for listening in. I still cannot believe, like, it's just so weird that people are tuning in, listening to me talk, that you are either, like, walking your dog or driving, maybe you're taking a shower or doing the dishes, and I am just, like, here hanging with you, and I love it so much. So, Thank you for listening in. Um, I just ended week four of 75 Hard. So if you're listening to this real time, it's Monday, May 23rd, um, day one of week five, day one of phase two of my workout program. Um, So I am currently doing 80 Day Obsession and it is so freaking good. Like it is hard, don't get me wrong, uh, but it is challenging me in the best way I can tell. I'm getting so much more strength uh, and I just am feeling so lean and toned and freaking strong and I love that feeling so much. So if you're interested in the program, um, I will link it in the show notes. You can check it out. Um, Like I said before, I am a Beachbody coach. So if you decide to give it a try, you will also get access to, I have a um, accountability group that I run. You get access to that uh, full of meal plans and recipes, accountability support, all that awesome stuff. So it's a ton of fun. If you want to join us, my summer sweat studio opens up um, on June 1st and it's going to be running all summer long. So if you want a little extra accountability on your health goals this summer, I got you covered. But with that being said, um, let's jump in. So first off, I'm going to cover a couple of things I noticed in week four, um, and then we'll jump into one of my biggest takeaways from this week that I think is really going to help you out. So, um, week four was really interesting. So like I said, I'm feeling really lean. I'm feeling really confident. Um, I took all of my measurements yesterday and was blown away. Um, I'm down like seven pounds and seven inches. Um, last week, week three, if you listened in, you know, I was on my period. So my measurements were up a little bit. I was feeling leaner than I usually do during my period, but just a little bit bloated. Um, And all of that has kind of gone away this week, which I'm just feeling really good and really surprised um, that my inches went up while I was on my period as well. I obviously knew that I usually gained weight during my period. I'm not very good at remembering to take measurements. Um, That's something I'm really working on throughout 75 Hard is to take my measurements consistently because I do think it's important to measure more than just your weight. I love taking progress pictures um, and I'm starting to love taking measurements. It's something I always put off, uh, but it's such a good thing to do. So I um, took my measurements and like I said, was just kind of surprised, but it makes sense, right? We gain weight because we're bloated. We might be retaining water and all that stuff when we're on our period. So of course our measurements are going to be a little bit bigger, even um, like using a measuring tape, not just on the scale. So it's just a good reminder to know 
your body and not get super stressed out if things are kind of fluctuating. It's very natural for our bodies to fluctuate and that is why I recommend taking um, daily progress pictures, weighing yourself daily, and then taking measurements once a week just so that you know your body. If you have a lot of data, you're able to find patterns in that data. If you're only collecting that data once a week, once a month, like every so often and not in a consistent way, it's a lot harder to find those patterns. And then if you jump on the scale and it's up and you're like, what the hell? I ate like a salad for dinner all week and I still gained weight. Um, you get frustrated and quit. At least that's where I was for years. I would only weigh myself once a week. And if maybe like the meal I had the night before I weighed myself had a lot of salt or it didn't agree with me and the scale jumped up, I would get so frustrated. And then I would just be like, well, screw this. Like it's not working. Um, I wasn't thinking about how what um, certain like salty foods or if I was maybe having a food sensitivity that I didn't realize. Um, None of that occurred to me because I was only looking at my weight once a week. Whereas if I look at it daily, I'm, that's how I found out I had a dairy um, intolerance was that I noticed every time I was eating cheese, I was getting really bloated and I would get stomach aches because I was tracking that in my food journal and I was weighing myself. And then once I was like, you know, maybe I'm having an issue with dairy. I was talking with one of my friends and she mentioned how she found out she had a dairy intolerance. And then the light bulb went off of everything I'd been tracking. So I removed it, kept tracking, and realized that was a problem. I didn't realize I had was having stomach aches every day. I just thought it was normal. Um, but that's a whole other side tangent. If you're interested in that, uh, send me a DM. I can do another um, episode on that, but that is not what this is about. This is just about recognizing the patterns of your body, learning what is normal, learning when you might need to make adjustments, and just trusting yourself uh, because you know your body better than anyone. So uh, if something feels off, it's probably off. Uh, if something feels like it needs an adjustment, make that adjustment and just track it and see what happens. Um, what else happened? So week four, um, sir, I had something else I was going to cover about week four. Oh, we had a lot of shit hit the fan this week. And I'm just going to be real. It has been a very stressful week the past week. Um, just various things going on. Like we need to find a new daycare for our son before the end of summer. Um, and just some other random things. So we um, obviously like for me, daycare is very a very stressful topic. Like, I know some people, and if this is you, like, no hard feelings at all. I, I fully believe we all have to do what is best for our kids. Uh, for me, personally, daycare, like, right now we have a family member that does in-home daycare that watches him, um, and she's just not going to be watching kids anymore after summer. So um, the idea of sending him to a daycare where I don't know who has access to him, like, anybody could be able to come in beset like between people like dropping off deliveries or other parents or like if there's a substitute teacher that day or something like that not knowing exactly like who has access to him like gives me so much anxiety and I know it's something I'm gonna have to come to terms with when he goes to school uh but for right now it's just it's so stressful to me so um I've been really stressed about what we're gonna do for his daycare coming up and that has led to me wanting to emotionally eat and I don't know if anybody else um 
does that when you're stressed out and you just want like all the chocolate like I remember the day uh, we found out we were gonna need to find another option for daycare after summer I was just like oh my gosh I want all the chocolate I want popcorn and like I want cookies and all this stuff uh, and I just really had to acknowledge since I'm being really intentional with my nutrition right now I really had to acknowledge like listen I know you think you're craving this but it's just stress and I just had to write it in my food journal and power through and move on. I have some uh, sparkling water that I've been loving. It's called um, Spindrift. So good. I just opened up one of those. was like, I'm just going to sip on this and we're going to go to sleep and let this feeling pass because I know, like I knew it was just my emotions. Since I have been keeping a food journal for so long, um, I feel like I'm able to recognize that a little bit more quickly than I was like three or four years ago. It definitely takes practice. It takes a lot of learning and eating things and then acknowledging like oh I did like now I feel like crap I didn't actually want that it was just because I was feeling stressed or feeling sad or feeling overwhelmed um and you just have to learn you just that's the only way you can get through it I can give you all these tips on how um to get over emotional eating like how to like if you did emotionally eat, how to feel better afterwards. But I honestly don't think there's a way to prevent it besides learning, going through it, acknowledging it, and being able to recognize it in the future. Um, And once you get that down, it's never going to be perfect because it's hard. I mean, it is so hard to acknowledge it in the moment when it's happening. Like you're like, no, I like, I don't know if any, if you're like this, but I always deny how stressed I, stressed I am. I'm, like, I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed. And uh, I like just deny, deny, deny until like eventually I'm just like, okay, yeah, I'm stressed. <laughs> so let me know if that's you because I know that's something I definitely need to work on. Um, but it's so hard when you're denying if you're stressed. Um, and then you also are like craving all the things and you're like, oh, I just want to treat myself. So I'm going to, uh, cause I'm a full believer in treating yourself if you really truly want it. But if you are just like trying to numb because you're stressed out or something, um, I would always recommend finding maybe a healthier option, but it's, like I said, it's just very, very hard, uh, to acknowledge those feelings when you're in the moment, but been there don't beat yourself up about it they said just move on from it make your next choice um, a healthy one and one that feels good to you and keep going don't let that be the reason that you give up on your goals because like I said you're not the only one that's done it we've all been there um, and all you can do is learn from it pick yourself back up and keep going Um, but I think most of all, the biggest lesson that I've learned this week throughout all of the stress and the craziness uh, and Garrett not sleeping very well this weekend, like he's been so congested the past few days, so he's having a hard time sleeping. Uh, the biggest thing that I've learned is how freaking important it is to share your goals with other people. Uh, and I know it's it's so hard to do. I know I am someone who I hate asking for help. And sometimes like sharing your goals and calling your shot is so scary because one, um, if you're like me, you like to kind of be like a background person and you like to just kind of do your thing. You don't want to inconvenience anyone and you just want to be able to do it by yourself. Um, but the hard reality is we can't do everything by ourselves. There are a lot of things that we need help with, uh, especially if you have bigger goals. Like, 
for instance, me doing 75 hard. I, there's no way that I would be able to do it totally on my own. Like I really have been leaning on my husband a lot and he's been so helpful. Like Garrett, I overslept this morning, totally slept through my alarm. Um, and then after, like, I only woke up because Garrett was kind of crying and then I was like, oh, maybe he'll go back to sleep. Um, but he didn't. So Greg got up with him so that I could work out because I knew like on Mondays during lunch, I record my podcast episode. So I'm like, oh, usually I would work out during lunch if I overslept. Um, I'm like, I can't work out during lunch because I'm going to be recording this for you guys. Um, and then in the evenings I go for my walks and, uh, with 75 hard, your workouts have to be spaced out by three to four hours. Uh, to make like just to encourage you to plan your day to take control of your day and um, to make it not as easy to like just do it all at one time so I if I waited until the evening to do both I would have had to stay up late so it's just so helpful that he got up with him and rocked him so that I could get my workout done and not have to be up super late tonight Um, and also we just have no an accountability thread I do with some of my girlfriends and I that are doing this together and just being able to lean in there for support, um, to cheer each other on, to, um, like bond over the experience is so helpful, uh, just to not feel alone because working on your health can feel lonely a lot of times, uh, especially if maybe the people that you surround yourself with aren't health focused. Um, and you get a lot of the comments like, why are you doing that? Or you don't need to be doing that. You don't need to lose weight. You don't need to eat healthy. Like it's not going to kill you to like eat a cookie every night or something like that. I mean, we all have been in those situations. And if that is the normal for you, and you do want to work on your health goals, it can feel a little isolating. So having a community, whether it be virtual who you chat with or a group of friends that you can like go to yoga with or go to spin with, uh, maybe you just make friends with the people at your like spin studio or something. That is so helpful. And it ma- not only does it make it easier to show up, but it makes it easier to keep going. Um, and it's just so important that we realize my trainer, uh, the trainer of 80 Day Obsession, her name is Autumn Calabrese. She's amazing. She does a little bit of tough love, um, but she has so much motivation, which I appreciate. I love, I don't, let me know if you're like this. I love a little bit of tough love. Not like crazy tough love, but a little bit to just like kind of light a fire under my butt with the motivation is like chef's kiss, like amazing. So something she said in one of our workouts the other day was, We are not victims of our circumstances. And that quote has just been repeating in my mind, especially when um, I have a night where maybe Garrett didn't sleep very well. I didn't get much sleep. And I'm just like, oh, I'm so tired. Like, I can't even, like, show up for myself today. Like, you start to get those excuses. And while, yes, I'm tired, and while, yes, sleep is important, um, I am not a victim of not getting sleep. Uh, Like getting sleep is not keeping me from my goals. There are ways to work around it. I can take a nap. I can uh, rest while Garrett is resting. And honestly, like I find I have way more energy since starting 75 hard since focusing on my nutrition and doing two workouts a day. Um, Like Saturday, Garrett didn't sleep very much. Sunday, I did sleep in a little bit to get a decent amount of sleep so that I could function. Obviously, you'd need to get sleep. I'm not telling you not to sleep. Uh, But I still did 
yoga. Like if you are wanting to move, you can do yoga if you're feeling a little bit more tired. And I will tell you, I felt so much more refreshed um, after doing yoga than I would have if I took a nap or if I just drink a bunch of coffee. And don't get me wrong, I love coffee. I'm sitting here drinking a cold brew right now while I'm talking to you. Um, but something about movement, it just gets those endorphins flowing. It's going to wake you up a little bit. And while in the moment, like when I was pressing play, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't really want to be doing this. I'm so tired. By the time I was done, I was just like, oh, that was exactly what I needed. And I think a lot of times we might put it off or say, no, I can't eat healthy because it takes too long. Um, but there are ways that you can simplify it and make it not take as long. Or I can't um, get up and work out because uh, I have kids. Like I can't work out because my kids, of my kids. I That's something that's very common that I hear, I think. But there are ways to either get them involved, ask somebody for help. Uh, Maybe if you allow your kids to watch TV, their TV time could be while you work out so that you have 30 minutes, an hour to get a workout in. Um, You can get, like, take your kids for a walk or, like, get them involved with you. Even, like, now, even though Garrett's only 10 months old, I mean, he is always playing downstairs with me while I work out or... Um, I actually bought him like a light dumbbell. It's like two pounds that he can play with. Um, They have one pound weights too. Because if he sees me with a weight, like he wants one. So I got him his own weight and he'll like go and grab it if he sees me pick up a weight. And I mean, it's so freaking cute. But you showing up despite the fact that it's hard is just setting that example for your kids that if something is important to you, you will make it happen. Um... And yeah, it might not be easy to find a way around that challenge that you're facing, whatever it may be, Uh, but that is really where sharing your goals and asking for help comes in Um, because you could say like, oh, my kid woke up, so I can't do X, Y, and Z, but maybe you ask your partner to help you or like I said, maybe you take them with you. Um, I am a firm believer and there's always a plan. So if you've listened to it like a couple episodes back, I talked about how I make like a plan A, B, and C for the day. Like there's just always another option um, if you're willing to look for it and work for it. Uh, If you've ever read the book, um, Everything is Figure Outable, and I can't remember the author's name. I'll look it up and I'll link it in the show notes, but it is such a good book. And that is something I write in my journal every day. Everything is figure outable. And it's just, I mean, it's an amazing reminder that no matter what we face, there is always something that we can do to make it work for us. Uh, and I just hope that you take that with you today. If you take nothing else from this episode, just remember anything you face, there is an option that you can figure out that makes you happy and that works out in a positive way and if you just remember that and keep telling yourself that I believe you can not only hit your goals transform your life uh, and just manifest amazing amazing things so with that I am going to chat with you next week thank you again so much for tuning in for listening I so appreciate you. If you loved this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you shared it with a girlfriend, if you sent it to a fellow mama, tag me on Instagram uh, with the episode to share with some friends. And if you want a little added support, accountability, uh, maybe the Summer Sweat Studio that I talked about earlier doesn't really sound like your thing. 
Um, I have my free, totally free listener community. And in there, I also have tons of resources. And I'm just hoping to build an amazing community of mamas who want to support each other on their health journey and share resources, motivation, tips, tricks. Um, eventually, I would love to do like small little meetups, like get coffee and go for walks if you're local, uh, or you can meet friends locally in there to do that with if you're not local to Cincinnati. But that's my dream, and I am just so excited to have you be a part of it. But I will chat with you next time, and have a great night. See ya!